Okay. Sam, what are we doing? We're here for our Monday mail call for both of the Dogmen episodes. <laughs> yes, it's a combined mail call, uh, which I think is fun and just fine. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Lester has some uh, some questions that you know are sort of humorous, but it's there's some interesting things here. Do Dogmen have pet dogs? that's interesting have you ever heard of that sam i have not no but i was recently talking to somebody about um like how i don't remember what it was something about disney characters though and how like pluto is a dog and he's mickey's pet but goofy is also a dog and he's he's a dog man (laughs) yeah goofy is a dog man um yeah yeah that 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 whole thing about about Mickey owning Pluto has always um, has always irked me um, when <laughs> when Goofy is apparently Goofy's the, the result of of horrible genetic experimentation. I think he's <laughs> well, and and th- Pluto doesn't talk. You know, Pluto is like truly a dog, right? right? So I don't know. As a kid, I was even as a kid, I was like, this is confusing because they are both dogs. <laughs> what makes one a dog dog and one not? Yeah, I I was never a big Disney guy, but that that put me off. Um, and I mm. dislike Goofy intensely. Um, oh, Goofy is, was my favorite. Oh, Goofy! I no, no. If anything, I'm a I'm a Donald Duck man. Donald oh, Duck no. is he's yeah. a crab. I I yeah. As a but, kid, uh, he was your favorite. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I I liked um, I liked the little Disney comic books. I liked reading those, and so okay. Donald Duck always seemed to have good stories. So, oh, okay. I like I like those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is Scooby Doo a dog man? That's a question I have. Where does Scooby Doo eh, fit? He's a dog. He's just sort of a anthropomorphic like dog. But he he's not, also not even on, fully anthropomorphic. Yeah, like, I was gonna a, say he sort of you know goes back and forth and and the speech. I don't know. He's just um, a cartoon. <laughs> He's not we real. We can't logic our way through that. Right. I know. I, 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 I'm going to try. Also from Lester, are there dog women and dog children and do they have family groups? That is a, a sort of <clears throat> questions I've seen with with other cryptids as well. The idea like, like mm-hmm. where are the young? Um, where are and I think I've seen references to dog women in some places, but not oh. anything that I can recall fully. But mm-hmm. I, I think I've, but it might be more female Sasquatch that I'm thinking I've seen references to. But I've, I've seen references to, to multiple genders. But as far as family groups, that's that's a good that's a good question. Uh, I've only ever seen like all of the dog men stories that I hear. It's just one. Like there's never multiples together. I mean, not that that right. means that they don't have groups but they're more solitary than their wolf counterparts <laughs> yeah yeah they're not they're not pack manimals mm-hmm. um manimal that was a good tv show back in the 80s it really wasn't <laughs> but um yeah uh kirsten says i love that you guys started off with the history of wolves and dogs and didn't just jump right into the dog man thank you yes that was um that was sam's idea that was all that was all her <laughs> Um, her notion and i i thought that was thought that was a good angle once um once she explained to me 
what she was thinking. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I I started going down a research tangent. Maybe it was with the Beast of Javoudan. I don't remember. But it was just from there. It was like, I don't know how to fit this in with all of this stuff. And then clearly seemed like we needed two episodes. Yeah. And it it let us be more historian e mm-hmm. than, than just the straight cryptid stuff would be which is yep. which is fun uh black wolf says okay gullius bring on the hungry like the wolf karaoke i'll we'll wait <laughs> you'll wait a long time that's not going to happen although i i do not hate duran duran i am <laughs> i am i'm completely okay with duran duran as far as um old 80s music goes <laughs> uh kirk says here's a question inspired by this episode uh, the second dogman episode what accounts for steve cook's resurrection of the dogman mythos was it an archetypal causality which retrieved the legend from the collective unconscious or was it just a case of a nifty song stoking people's imaginations so that they really thought they were seeing dogmen that's the question (laughs) (laughs) i mean everything that you see from steve cook he never says he makes it sound like it was completely his idea. Like I thought it'd be fun to make a monster. So I thought of this dog man and then found some like other stories that support it. And then that caused people to call in. I think the idea that you see in a lot of like those um, like newspaper recountings of the story and the song and everything are sort of like, you know, they they heard the song and these people who had had these encounters, of course, they never wanted to speak about these encounters, but they're like, wait, someone else saw what I saw. And so they wanted to share the story at least. And so that's like the popular narrative that gets told. Um, and then from there, like that's what kicks off, you know, like dog man being sort of a Michigan cryptidy type thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what Steve cook was up to. <laughs> I, so, so sort of inspired by Kirk's question, which was inspired by our episode. I'm thinking about this, this, you know, archetypal causality thing and the collective unconscious what what if what if steve cook was an unwitting tool of some sort of intelligence that wanted the story out <laughs> in the world i i which is is one of these things is like well how do you go about proving that well you don't you you just sort of say things like that but uh, i i just i just like this idea that that these ideas and these stories are just kind of out there waiting for people to be suitable vessels for their uh, for their spread. Um, actually, that sounds absolutely terrifying in some ways. I don't know. I don't know. I think he just wanted to make some money. I assume he made some money off this. Um, but uh, I don't know. How would you make money off of this? Didn't he? Did he sell copies of the song? Oh, I guess maybe, but. I- doesn't seem like it'd be terribly lucrative yeah so i I guess i'm kind of running out of ideas for why he would do that i mean some men just want to see the world burn that's that's true that is true um (laughs) well just like the guy who made the video he just wanted to bring back some good old-fashioned hysteria right yeah i mean what's (laughs) what's more fun what is more fun than terrifying the townsfolk? Make Nothing. the monkeys that's, dance. That's, that's what they right. wanted to do. That's for actually that does sound pretty good. I would. I don't. I don't have the. I don't have the ambition or skill to pull off a hoax like that. I'd. I'd get bored. You know, before it even 
took effect. And then <laughs> I'd be so proud of myself if I did pull it off. I would instantly say, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd made this all up. It was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about us planning some sort of cryptid hoax, I don't think. I'm the conscience of the duo. So she is. She happen. really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uneasy on YouTube comment. Uh, we do post the episodes to YouTube as well. If you are a listen to podcasts on YouTube person, um, they said, I'm listening to this while doing my readings for reference services and learning how to triage interviews for to how to a triage interview for clients. A little surprised that Samantha heard Dogman stories in college. I had written off this cryptid as a YouTube creation, probably because most of the stories seemed to be kind of derivative of Sasquatch stories. Had no idea it was a regional thing. This is particularly good because besides the folklore, great folklore element, the contemporary element adds the postmodern intertextual ecosystem of the internet, which includes creepypasta, podcasts, YouTube videos, etc., which gives interesting strains and, and forks to the original lame story. I never really associated the Wendigo thing with Dogman, as Sam said. I think it's a stretch to connect it with indigenous myth, which has its own issues. You see that a lot, having Navajo people on podcasts to talk about how Sasquatch, not Bigfoot, is a sacred true thing. It's kind of gross, to be honest, but that's a me problem. Yes, I think that is, I really like that idea of the um, intertextual ecosystem of the internet contributing to the the growth and spread of these stories. Why don't you explain that in more common terms? I will I will try. So the way I would describe it is there is a, um, the internet adds a layer of stories that uh, include various formats and various means and media by which people get these stories. You hear things on podcasts, you read things on message boards, you watch YouTube videos. And the sort of way the internet does things and, and sort of the, the very internet-y way this works is that you get led from thing to thing sometimes you you watch a youtube video and there is a you know also recommended video about this which sometimes people put two and two together in their head and get some answer other than four and these stories just sort of circulate and build and people um, may hear a dogman story that is interesting to them but has no relation to any of the sort of history of the dogman mythos you know with the song and everything but that new story becomes an old story kind of like how we talked about in the uh, in the episode with these reports that are submitted to websites being kind of the little seedlings of later large um dogman myths that's sort of how i would uh, sort of explain that well and also just that there are made up things on the internet. So like creepy pasta generally refers to things that are like they're, they're made up things on the internet. And there's a long story about how, like what creepy pasta is that I won't get into exactly, but you know, it's this, um, yeah, this idea of like, just like with slender man or now there's, what is it? Siren, siren man. Have you seen yeah, this? I, yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so these are like monsters, these stories that are created online and then things are so far removed from its creation that people actually believe that it's a real piece of folklore or legend or that there were real sightings but no it was just some person who created the story for a contest and right. posted it online and so you know even if it is sort of a 
confusing what what the true narrative is there's then this whole element of like truly fake things that then take on a, a mythology completely of their own so i think there's sort of two pieces to it yeah and and the the internet just things spread and i think social media stuff in the last 10 12 years has caused these things to spread and mutate and mm-hmm. evolve even even more quickly and um not in a not in a good way sometimes and i agree about the um the, the sort of indigenous myth element to things that can can be extremely um extremely problematic sometimes and we'll be we'll be delving into those issues in 2022 uh, including the wendigo i believe mm-hmm. so that's going yeah, to be yeah and f- fun. for me a lot of that comes down to like truly understanding what the myth or legend is and what what peoples they came from because like native americans aren't all <laughs> they right. are one homogeneous group and a lot of people who who don't know history who don't take the time to understand that you know i mean just like we mentioned with the skinwalker and people connecting dogman to skinwalker like skinwalker is from a completely different set of of native american beliefs than you know the 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 tribes that were up here in the Great Lakes region, not to mention, I think things like Skinwalker Ranch has further confused what the true like um, right. meaning of, of Skinwalker was to those native tribes. So there, you just get a lot of nuance, a lot of care when examining it. I don't think that it can never be done. I don't think that it should be ignored in studying myths and legends. Um, it's a very important piece to it, but you need to understand what you're talking about. Yes, and it's it's part of a a long history of yeah. sort of misappropriation of indigenous ideas, and one that um that that sort of picked up steam in a lot of ways with uh you know in in sort of quotes here the new age movement of mm-hmm. the 1970s did a lot to sort of promote that appropriation of Native American things. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Okay. Oh, yeah. So our next question um, actually was a tweet that came from my aunt. Um, She said that she hadn't realized how concentrated in the Reed City area these sightings were. I this is what she wrote. I remember, Sam, your grandfather talking about hearing some stories when he worked at the Reed City Herald. We both wondered at the time if maybe mass hysteria played a part. Any thoughts? So, yeah, my grandpa, my grandparents lived in Reed City for a time and my grandpa worked for the newspaper and I didn't know anything about this at the time. Um, I, d- I don't remember hearing him talk about it or, or anything. Um, but it actually does. I think a couple of the stories were sort of in that same couple years ish that they lived there or shortly thereafter. So, so there's clearly some kind of something going on <laughs> um, that these people, <laughs> you know, had these reports from. You know, year. If it wasn't the same year, it was just like a year or two later. So maybe there was something going around, and I mean, maybe it was a person who saw a thing, and then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I saw a big, whatever." It's probably a dog <laughs> man too, or something like that. So, um, unfortunately, I have I have nothing else to say on that. Um, but but the dates do kind of line up ish. Interesting. <laughs> that's that's so cool that that you have that actual connection to the place where all this uh, where all this happened. Yeah. Uh and and one final uh comment this is from our Hall- Halloween Q&A bonus episode. 
Black Wolf says, like all fans, I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what Gullius's Yahoo personal screen name was. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it was Flying Saucer related. So, yeah, I'm shocked that the whole thing didn't work out. So, um, yeah, there we are. Thank you for <laughs> those comments and questions. Mm-hmm. And anything else, Sam? No, if you are enjoying what we're doing, though, please um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That means something in the algorithm ratings world. Um, So we've had some (laughs) a a few ratings and reviews. But if if you're if that's the platform you use or even if it's not, (laughs) you want to jump on there (laughs) and leave that rate or review there, you can. I I don't think you can rate and review things on Spotify um, that way. So so either. And Mm -mm. I. I can't remember if Google Podcasts has a oh um, a yeah I don't know system. anything about Google Podcasts. Neither do I. We, we, should, <laughs> probably, we should probably learn. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, good reminder. Please, uh, yeah, if you like the show, rate and review it. We'd really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends. Uh, tell your friends because we'd like more. We'd, we'd like as many people who like these things to hear them as possible. We want to yeah. share the good news of historians doing things. <laughs> yes. And we have, what, two more episodes before a holiday special. Yes, and then we'll be breaking special. for the holidays. So um, not a long break, but a few weeks so that we can enjoy time with our families and have our celebrations and things like that. So, yes. um, you know, buckle in for the last few episodes of our first <laughs> season. It's been it's been a lot of fun and the feedback's been been phenomenal. So yes, and um, we appreciate all of you guys in the spirit thank- of Thanksgiving. We thank yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's thank- yeah. So have a good Thanksgiving if you're listening yes. to this in, in real time on, on the, the day or the week of release. Enjoy your Thanksgiving mm-hmm. here in the United States and and hope you enjoyed it a month ago in Canada. And um, <laughs> yeah, we will we will be back. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.